Thanks for listening to Faith in the Fast Life. I'm Nick Orta. I'm your host. On this show, we look to break down the stereotypes of what the Christian looks like to the world by receiving testimony of action sports athletes and other athletes and just individuals across the world. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and fastlifeministries.com to give. Hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome today. So excited to have Trevor Maurer with us today. I do know that I said it right because I said it once before, but I was talking about when we had Mark Hager here and I butchered his last name. I call, I literally called him on the way into the studio and I was like, well, how do I say your name? And he told me and I, I still messed it up. So glad I got Trevor's right today. Um, we're sitting here via Zoom. Uh, so excited to have Trevor with us today. Uh, man of God, you know, rocking the Hyperlite shirt and the thing, sponsored by Hyperlite and MB Boats, um, mm-hmm. doing the wakeboard thing. And, man, we're just we're here to capture your story, Trevor. I heard that you had uh, some of our other friends. You know, we had, we've never met in person. Um, obviously, we're following you on the, the social media pages, and you're doing some impressive stuff. We had some uh, other California boys out here doing rail jams with us and I heard a lot about you and just excited for you to be here with us today and capture your testimony. I've heard it's incredible. So welcome to Faith in the Fast Life. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. I'm really excited about this. I've uh, I've been trying to do a little bit more outreach. I actually did the FCA um, video chat a couple of days ago. And then before that, did another uh, like Christian, uh, you know, faith-based kind of talk and testimony. And I've been trying to reach out and do as much as possible because I feel like there is a void of uh, Christian faith in a lot of the extreme sports stuff, kind of like we discussed a little bit uh, over the phone before we even got uh, got started. But, uh, you know, I think uh, to know that there's more of us and there's a lot of uh, Christians out there that want to do really cool things and be extreme and get out there. I think the more that we know that we're here, uh, the bigger the community can be. So, yeah, yeah. I'm pumped to be here. No, and that's awesome. And I, I love that you have a heart to encourage and there's, there is, you're right. Like even me, like I grew up in this wakeboard industry, right? Like we, we own a boat dealership. We've sold boats for 30 years. Um, been part of wakeboarding for so long, but I knew the other side of it so well. And it's been encouraging to, you know, meet people like you and Mark and, you know, Matt Manzari and just so many great people that I've made friends with over the years since me personally being saved, um, it's just awesome to watch it grow. And I, I love that we can show people that being a Christian is cool. We can still yeah, be cool. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, as cool as we can be, right. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's pretty cool. I mean, who can rock a mustache like that and, uh, and not be cool. I mean, yeah, guys with go, mustaches are just playing cool. Like it takes a certain breed <laughs> yeah. to wear a mustache like that. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. So, you know, tell us a little bit uh, about your wakeboarding career and some of the high points of that. Yeah, man, uh, I started, man, I started wakeboarding when I was really young, like uh, eight years old. Uh, my dad used to jet ski race when I was an infant. So I've been on the water my whole life, really wanted to start pursuing it when I was in uh, high school and kind of uh, was able to swing and get out of the uh, school sports stuff and more focus on the uh, wakeboarding stuff with my dad. My dad would like take me out after school every day, more like a um, kind of like our traditional sport, I guess, in a sense, like that's my after school sport was wakeboarding. So started pursuing it then turned uh, 22, went pro. Um, and kind of from there, it's really been taking off. Um, and I feel like every year it's just been progressing and uh, it's been allowing me to put my feet into different situations and 
um, you know, just, yeah, it's been escalating. It's been good. It's been really cool. We've been, uh, did like one or two, actually I did done two full length videos, a bunch of web videos. I work side by side with, you know, MB boats for their catalog stuff. Same with Hyperlite. So I just try to be as integrated as possible in the sport. And, uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm 31 and, uh, I feel like I'm still kicking. Yeah. So and you, you do a lot of your own filming and editing too. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my, my buddy, Josh Twalker and I, uh, we've been kind of like almost teammates in a, in a sense where, you know, we film each other and we make videos of each other and we've like kind of brought each other up through the ranks. Um, but yeah, pretty much everything that is out there of me is most of like Josh's footage and my editing, um, for the most part, cause yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. So yeah, no, that's super cool. Um, and you, how old are you now? I'm 31. So, yeah, so, so a nine year professional career at this point in time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's awesome. So going strong and it seems like it just, you know, from what I follow and see, it seems like it just keeps getting better. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny that you say that. Cause like for the most part, you, you, you think of action sports and like, you know, you have a time period, which I'm, I'm sure there is a time period, but, uh, everybody kind of, you know, thinks that that 30 years old mark is like, Oh, you're old you know, and, uh, I had my best year I've ever had at 30 years old. So, uh, I'm going into 31 feeling pretty strong right now. So um, right. I don't know. I don't know if age is really a thing. I think it's a mentality. It really is like, it's, it's, uh, it's not how old you are, but how old you feel. Um, I will tell you that when I turned 30, 30 was great. 31 hurt. I'm like, wow, like 31, <laughs> you know, and I'm 40 now. I'll be 41 this year. So I'm curious to know, like when I, when, I mean, does 41 kind of like now you're truly over the hill, like you're pushing, but, uh, I still act like a 16 year old at times. So like, there we'll you just, go. There you go. we'll just roll with it. So, so tell me, I mean, obviously high school, you know, kind of started to dig a little deeper into wakeboarding and really kind of found your mm-hmm. groove, went pro now 31, still on the rise. Where does uh, faith come in all this? Where did where did God come in? What's that story to? Yeah, so uh, I so I was I've been a believer my whole life. My parents grew up um, in a in the church. Or sorry, my parents actually didn't. My uh, my mother my mother's father was a pastor, and my dad's parents I don't think they really went to church. And then once they had me, they were like, we want to make sure our son is going to church um like every day so since i was born i've been going to church and uh it's been awesome i uh when i got into the youth group um you know high school time i got really really involved with youth group um and the band um so i used to play the guitar and uh so i would do like the the guitar in the in the youth band and uh here's a pretty awesome fun fact that nobody really knows about because I, I haven't really like said it too much um but this is a cool channel to say it but uh jordan felice uh and i are best friends and uh i was actually in his first garage band we played youth group in a band together like wow. <laughs> so i thought that was kind of cool but um yeah so like i've had like faith in my life for my, my whole entire life and it was it's growing stronger and stronger all the time i think uh when i stepped into um wakeboarding um i just was so thrilled by the fat like the fast pace and the wild and 
all that kind of crazy stuff. Not that I was like necessarily involved in it. Like I wasn't like going out and doing everything that I was seeing, but for some reason it just like captured my eyes. I like really liked this wakeboarding extreme party lifestyle thing, right? So I was like young, I was in high school and I was just going to these contests being like super intrigued. And that's when I was like, I wanna do this. I wanna do, this is kind of, I wanna be a wakeboarder. And that's when I like kind of took a step away from the the band at that point. I'm still involved in youth group and everything, but I really was just like, this is what I want to do. And uh, I kind of started, you know, trying to navigate how I was going to turn pro, you know, how much practice it was going to be and just all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, so like that's kind of where it all started. And then once I got into it, I enjoyed being the light i guess in a sense not saying that like my friends aren't like they're not bad people by any means but i i just walked a different way especially like back then i walked a, a different way i was very straight and narrow didn't drink till i was 21 didn't do anything but like i, I love to be like around it if that made sense so i i think people saw me a different but i was still cool i think right. <laughs> so um yeah that's kind of where like that kind of went and then now you know fast forward all this stuff um i have a platform i have a way to be able to you know say i am a believer um and i try to use that as much as i possibly can because i think it's uh i think it's really cool to be able to like i said be a christian and walk in this sport and uh anytime that i have the opportunity to say i am a believer i i want to go on these shows i want to do this and if people ask me about, you know, Jesus and all that kind of stuff, like I'm able to openly and outwardly say and talk to them. And um, that's kind of where I think this is all gone, which I'm pretty excited about. No, I think that's awesome. It, and I totally understand what you say. So I was, you know, walking with that, you know, with the, the other crowd, you know, like you said, we were, we were good people, but not that the other people this, were bad people. Like, I don't want to like, put shame on people because I don't think they're bad people. They were just walking a different path. No, absolutely. And and I was that person walking the other path, right? Like my history yeah. is alcoholism, addiction. Um, you know, we partied hard. You know, the the boat was a party spot. You know, you rode for a while yeah. and then you partied harder. Um, and I've gotten out of that now. And I wish, and it, it, one of the things that's so great about Fast Life and your testimony and the thing, what you're doing is you are that light in in the darkness, so, and, and maybe some of those people are going to switch and maybe some of them are going to, you know, shun you and, and maybe you're going to be just enough light for the person who's hurting and wants to get more. And I hope that yeah. they ask those questions and I pray that they ask those questions and say, Hey, Trevor, what, what is it about you? Like you're, you're cool and, and you have Jesus. I want more. So that's awesome that you're doing that. So walking from, you know, obviously been in church your whole life, just a little bit different path than the others, you know, and how has that, has that stayed with you the whole time? Is there ever any challenges you go through this? Cause you're, you're kind of hanging on the outside and you're watching some of this other path happen, yeah. but you're, you're hanging there and staying in faith. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's pretty interesting. So like when I moved out of my house, um, I moved in with Mike Sweeney, which is, uh, I mean, gosh, he's an amazing human. He's, a huge believer. He runs a wakeboard camp and he doesn't necessarily push faith on anybody because it's not a Christian based, you know, uh, camp, but man, does he make it apparent that he is a believer and you can totally talk to him. I mean, it's just, he'll just be on the floor reading his Bible and I, you know what I mean? Like he just like, 
it's just so easy to tell. And so like that, I think that's like really cool, but I moved in with him for four years. I did a wakeboard camp out there and that's actually where I met Jarrett Brantley, which I think is how this whole, um, the whole thing got put together. Uh, but, uh, he, uh, he was like the best for me. Like, I feel like I was able to like, like just get on a path and really go. Um, once I kind of moved out of that, I, I moved to a different area, didn't find a church for a while. And I, I wouldn't say like, I was definitely not like, I'm not a Christian at all, but I definitely was like kind of walking my own path. If that makes sense, like not necessarily leaning on the Lord, but more just like trying to figure out my own thing for a few years. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, as soon as I got married, I think the first thing that we talked about, and that was like four years ago was we need to find a church. We need to get connected. And it's been a little bit of like, we've been trying to search and search and search. And we finally found one that we really, really like um, about a year ago. And so we've been going to, you know, church regularly and we now have a child and our whole thing is we really want to like make sure that, you know, he goes, it grows up in church and he goes to church every day. So um, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. I, I see that your son got his uh his first car already. Tell me about that. Yeah, gave him his keys. <laughs> gave He's him his got keys. the keys. He's got the keys to the was that a little little raptor or something like that? <laughs> yeah, dude. It's sick. It's four wheel drive. He can go anywhere. That's awesome. Too. It's remote control too, so I can drive him until he like learns how to, which is great. Yeah, I think your your but, edits for your son are as good as the edits for you wakeboarding, man. That's good stuff. <laughs> Super yeah. cool. So Mike Sweeney, yeah, that uh, you know, Mike been been around the industry for a long time, right? I mean, he's he's from the mm-hmm. old school. So tell me that. Like when you were growing up in this wake scene and you dove in you know, kind of head first or whatever in high school and said, this is what I want to do. Who, who were the writers that you were idolizing at that point in time? Who was, who was top uh, of the list? Sweeney was, Sweeney was number one, or he wants to be called Sven. He, he switched it once he got married, but Sven, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he was absolutely number one idol. Like I, I remember when I was in high school, I would, I went to this one event and it was called the mudslide. And it was, uh, it was this like parking lot rail jam. He was there. He gave me a DVD that he was in, but it was for his camp, his West Coast camps video. And uh, from that day on, he just like, he showed me interest as a kid. Like, you know what I mean? He like, he like said, what's up? He went out of his way to like talk to me. And from that day on, he was like my idol. And then being able to like go work for him was insane. And now to today, we're still like really good best friends. And we talk all the time on the phone and try to get together and you know we're still doing that but uh yeah so like he he's probably the number one as far as like who i wanted to be like um as far as like riding goes he was amazing uh you know randall harris is amazing ben greenwood was probably like the one that i looked at the most i thought ben greenwood style was like the absolute six sickest so yeah um, i think i don't know those three riders really really stuck out to me that's awesome yeah, Randall always going big and, and uh, full-time. I've heard some cool stories about Randall that I never, ever thought possible. Matt Manzari shared a, yeah. a pretty good one He's with a that great too. guy, man. He is yeah. a great guy. And, like, he's got all the tats. He's got the swag. You know, he might come off, like, a little bit, like, you know, like, hard. But, like, if you break that guy down, he's, like, the nicest human being. Like, he's so easy to talk to. And, yeah, I mean, he's he's, like, one of my best friends now, so. Yeah, I'd yeah, love Randall's to catch up. Man. I'd love to catch up with Randall someday. I, I became pretty good friends with Ricky over the years, but never actually met Randall. Yeah, 
Yeah. So super cool. So, so you're, you, you, you've got through that. You've got through, you know, you're married. Now you have the kids, you know, never really strayed far. Is there any really deep story in there where, where God just really moved in your life that you undeniable mm. share with people? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, <laughs> this is actually pretty interesting. So my bachelor party, um, Mike Sweeney and Jarrett Brantley were both at, and they're huge, you know, followers. Um, they started doing healings. So, and, and to me, it just didn't make sense. Right. I mean, you, I hear about, you know, um, you know, God working through people to heal and all this different stuff. And it just seemed a little like far-fetched in my eyes. And I've been a believer for so long. So like for me to think it's far-fetched is like, I mean, it's gotta be even more far-fetched for somebody that's not a believer. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. And so, um, I'm, uh, we're at my party. We are at heavenly, uh, ski resort in Tahoe. And, um, there was a guy there that hurt his knee and Sweeney walks up to him, puts his hand on his knee. Uh, Jarrett does the same thing. And I, I went over there and put my hand on his knee. Cause you know, I just wanted to give him as many hands as possible on his knee. And, you know, Mike's like says everything. And, you know, afterwards, He's like, how do you feel? And he's like, yeah, I feel a little better, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, in my head, I'm like still like, man, this is kind of like we're just like going around to strangers doing this is kind of weird. I feel pretty weird and awkward. This is insane. So he did that. And then I like left. And then we did another he did another one later that night. Like somebody else had hurt something and they walked up and did it again. And I'm just like in my head, I'm just like, man, this is like a little much, but I'm not like you know, ashamed at all. I'm just like, or like embarrassed, but I'm just like in my head, I'm like, this is kind of crazy in a sense. You know what I mean? Like I hadn't ever seen God work that way personally. And, and, uh, later that year, um, I was winching, um, out at a spot, um, out here in California and it was like a 15, 18 foot, like spillway drop. And I had done it a couple of times and then I wanted to like do a harder trick. And, um, so I, I did a spin off of it and did the, the drop and, um, my knee just buckled. I mean, I'm talking like instant pain. Like I've hurt my knees before. I know what it feels like instant pain. I was like, I just messed up my knee. I don't know what I did. I don't know how bad it is, but it's for sure smoked like smoked and, um, you know, hobble up and, get the ice on it. I had a couple of my friends with me. Um, wasn't sure if they were believers or not. Um, you know, and we like made the rest of the trip. I just hung in there and filmed them, made it home and they were flying out the next day. And this is kind of where it all comes full circle. Uh, but, uh, on the drive to drive these, uh, my two buddies, um, to, to drive them to the airport to fly out. Um, I was driving, And we're about five minutes from the airport. And I just got this massive like rush of just like, I don't even know how to explain it. Just like a rush of sensation and just like this massive voice in my head that like was so undeniable. And it was like, you need to have these guys pray over your knee. Absolutely. And I, and I was like, in my head, I was like, there's no way I'm just going to ask them. Like, I don't, I don't, this is, that's weird. I don't know. Just didn't feel, didn't feel comfortable, I guess. And I'm driving, I'm driving and boom, again, in my head, it was like, you, you really have, you need to, you need to ask these guys to, to pray for your knee. Uh, and I'm the same thing. I'm just like, nope, not doing it. This is like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and it, 
it, it did it again. And then as I'm pulling into the, into the, into the, um, area, like the baggage drop off or, you know, where you drop off everybody parked the car. And it was just like, almost like a scream in my head. Like you gotta do this, dude. Like, don't like, you have to do this. And so I was like, fine in my head. I was like, okay, fine, fine, fine. And so before they got out of the car, we're parked. I'm in parks. And before they got out of the car, I mean, they're like ready to get out of the car. I'm like, Hey, can you guys, I don't know if you guys are believers or not, but I'm like, I just, I need you guys to pray over my knee. Um, was there, like, could you, would you guys be okay if like, I'll pray. Um, but if you could just like put your hand on my knee and just pray with me. And, um, you know, I just prayed for healing. I prayed for my knee just to, you know, all the pain be away and blah, blah, like, like all of it. Yep. And, uh, and, you know, we say goodbye, they leave, my knee still hurt. Um, you know, I went home and, uh, I was going to get in, I was going to get in the car and drive up to Reading, which is about two hours away to a, um, like a physical therapist to get my knee all kind of just checked out before I, you know, got x-rays and stuff and, uh, knee still hurt tons of pain. Um, got in the car, like pins and needles, man. I'm talking like, it was just like excruciating, you know? got out of the car at the spot. So it'd been two hours of driving. My leg is stiff. It hurts. I hobble into the area where the chair is and I sit down and I'm like, Hey man, just like, it's going to hurt. So like, just kind of mellow, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just chill out, dude. The guy takes my leg and legitimately does like all the tests, no pain then we like, does it pretty hard again. Cause I'm like, dude, I swear I didn't just drive all the way up here for like nothing. Like it's hurt. Like you need to find the pain. Like I know <laughs> just find it. So I know. And he could not find it, dude. And I was losing. I was like, this is, it was insane. It was like, I don't know, man. I was just having a really big moment and yeah. So, uh, pretty much, uh, I, I didn't heal it all the way. It still hurt, but it was not where it was. And it was not to the point where I needed surgery. I just sat and iced it. And like it, it to me, it was a miracle. It was an absolute God miracle. Um, so that was crazy. And then this past year I hurt my knee again. Um, same thing. I prayed about it. And I'm not saying like every single time I get hurt, you know, prayer is going to fix it, but it's the same thing, man. My knee, I couldn't even move it, could not even move it. And I, I had uh, Sweeney and, and J Jarrett pray over my knee. And as I'm talking, like, as I'm talking to, to Mike on the phone, my knee pops. And it was the only time it had popped since the day I heard it for two weeks prior. And like, even afterwards, the only time that it ever popped was during that conversation. And from that conversation, my knee stopped hurting as much. And like, and now it's fine. So like, I don't know, like, those are two things to me that were just like so apparent that God was just so involved in. And like, to me, he did that. So I can have like one, a stronger faith and two, be able to have conversation about something different and wild to other people. Like I've been able to share this story to so many people about how strong God is and what he can do. And like, I'm not saying he's going to heal everything. I'm not like, that's not what I'm saying, but he worked in my life and I saw it firsthand. Like I felt it. Oh, and that's, I think that's like super cool. Yep. Super cool. And, and really profound. And I, I totally understand where you're coming from with that. So the, the story, when, when I first met Jarrett, um, it just so happened, um, that 
I reached out to Patrick, my, my liquid force rep at the time. And I was like, Hey, the rail jam's coming up. Do you know any writers that are wanting to come out? And it was the same year that Tanner came out and, uh, yep. Hayden. Hayden came out that year and Jarrett happens to be rolling through on the testimony tour, which we're still fast life, still trying to raise some money to get the testimony tour launched. We're trying to, trying to raise some funds to buy Jarrett a van and send him back on the road. So for all the listeners out well, there, if you want to go to fastlifeministries.com and donate to, to Jarrett's van, let's get him rolling. But same thing. So they show up, didn't really know Jarrett from Adam. I'm newly saved at that point in time, um, probably about four or five months after being saved, whatever it was. And him and these two other guys show up. Um, one of them I think was Todd, if I remember right. And I think Sweeney was just down in Ohio with Jarrett and uh, them doing something for this house at the anyway whole other story but i literally watched these guys so so jared i can't remember what he did 270 backslide he was like going to go up the rail backwards and caught his heel edge and slammed his head into the rail cracked the helmet in half he's out cold in the water and some lady jumps in the river walk and like pulls him out and i'm like oh man here we go again like somebody's hurt like it's done jared and the guys disappear we go in their van, they take off, comes back, he's completely fine. And I was like, well, what? Like, you should have gone to the hospital probably. They wouldn't pray it over yeah. it. And I, I, didn't, I didn't even think twice of it. So I invite the guys to go to church with us the next morning. And I watch these three guys. And I'm, I'm like, so I'm fairly new in faith at this point. I'd just been saved, really kind of diving in. But same thing, I looked at this healing thing and I went, wait a minute, like, really? Like, come on. Like, this can't that's what, really dude, that's be. That's exactly what was going through my head. Yeah. I was like, this is insane. Yep. I'm like, I can't, I can't see how this is possible. Like, I could not fathom it. And so in front of us in church is this older lady that her daughters would always bring her to church. And every day she walked in in a walker, and they'd help her sit down. These three guys, Jarrett and these two other guys, prayed over her, and she walked out of church that day without her walker. Yeah. And I just yeah. went, like, no way. Like, did that just happen? Like, I, I couldn't believe it. So I pray that some of the listeners out there who are shaking their head the way both you and I did, I pray mm-hmm. that God can move undeniably in your life and do something undeniable that you have to look up and go, oh, wow. Like, you, you really are everything that they say you are. And I just pray God mm-hmm. will move on that for people. That's just incredible story. It's so cool to see. And have you have you been able to stay pretty healthy through your career so far? Um, yeah, decent. I mean, like small injuries, but nothing that's been like over a year where I've been out. Like just you know, hurt ankles and ribs and stuff like that. But nothing that's like done. You know, right? Just just stuff keep you so. Man, it's it's been so great having you here today, and and uh, just so awesome to see you share this light and 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 be that in the dark world. We all know how how dark the action sports world can get, and it's so good to see people just doing this and wanting to do this and wanting to be part of it. Um, how can uh, the I mean, a couple things I'm going to touch on first is you know how do people that are listening how do they follow you? How do they get involved with what you have going? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of just primarily use my Instagram. So, um, like if you really wanted to like talk with me, like personally, probably direct message me and we can like, you know, start chatting through there. And then, uh, if it needs to escalate, we can, you know, start, you know, over the phone or something like that. But, uh, uh, yeah, I would say Instagram is probably my most primarily like used, uh, 
thing. So um, I would say start there and we can chat. Yeah, for sure. And then something I always do on all these, if, if there's one thing that you wanted to say to the listeners, whether they're believers, non-believers, mm-hmm. lukewarm believers, halfway on the fence, whatever they might be, mm-hmm. what's the one thing that Trevor wants to say to those people? <laughs> I, I am a huge believer in following your dreams. Um, and I feel that especially if like, I think if you want to follow your dreams and you put enough work ethic and enough um, integrity into your work, anything is accomplishable. And uh, no matter really what, where it's at, I think you can incorporate your faith um, and be that light. Um, So I would say, yeah, just dig deep. And if you, if you have something that you you really want to do, it's possible. Cause I'll tell you what I My journey has not been, a traditional wakeboarding journey. And for some reason, God wants me here. And um, now it's, you know, my obligation to be the light as best as I can. Obviously, I'm not perfect. Um, Nobody is. And we're all striving to be better people every day. Um, But uh, yeah, follow your dreams and um, yeah, be the light that uh, the light that maybe somebody else doesn't have that wants to wants to become the light as well. Yeah, man, that's awesome. So good stuff. So great to have you here today with us. Uh, I think we're at perfect timing here. A good 30-minute episode went really, really well. Excited for people to reach out to Trevor Maurer on Instagram, correct? Um, yep, yep, perfect. And then uh, fastlifeindustries.com. Follow us on all those social channels. And uh, don't be afraid to hit that give button to to keep us moving, everybody. We really, really appreciate your time today, Trevor, and uh, look forward to catching up here soon. All right, man. Sounds great. I'll talk to you later. Appreciate it.